0: Hello and welcome to the
1: Mustard Podcast.
2: Hello there. My name's Chen,
1: And I am Ella. And you just heard the voice of one of our student movement leaders, Lizzie. Hey Lizzie. Woo! Hey, it's so nice to be here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> glad to yeah, glad so to have good. you here, Lizzie. Uh as our very first guest on our mustard podcast. Um welcome, welcome. As you know, we always start with just a little bit of banter. Uh because Ella and I think we are really great at that. Uh, <laughs> I love that you are. have to Ella...
0: engineer banter in. You're like, all right, it's time for banter.
2: <laughs> it is time, it is time for banter. Um but Ella, I believe we promised in the last episode to talk about a particular topic, didn't we?
1: It wasn't a promise, you Jen. <laughs> It
2: was to me. It was a covenant.
1: So last <laughs> podcast, I made an offhand comment about how I'm not very good at swimming, and now you gonna make us talk about it on the podcast. We'll
2: talk about swimming. Um, here's a question for you, Lizzie. Can you swim?
1: I can
0: swim. I actually can. Sorry, Ella. Mm-hmm. I'm a great. I might be a better swimmer than you. I don't want to say that, but I'm a great swimmer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so so here's the story. The story is that I can definitely swim to stay alive, and like if mm-hmm. you gave me a twenty five meter pool and you were like cross it, I would be like, yeah, I can do that. But if you,
2: <laughs> a cat can do that? Eric.
1: <laughs> a cat? That's not true. <laughs> My cat bean would not cross a twenty five <laughs> meter
2: pool. It's not your cat. <laughs>
1: true not my cat the cat i live with um <laughs> um but i like i i mean I, I could sort of swim but like in primary school i definitely did mm-hmm. take like a solid 10 minutes to finish races and i would be that kid who was like bumping you on onto all of the sides of the lane and that oh. kind of thing. like i couldn't <laughs> swim straight this was one of my most embarrassing moments was when I did the freestyle race. It was not a fun time. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. The Fun facts about me.
2: <laughs> I'm sh- I'm, yeah, I can definitely swim to stay alive as well. But Lizzie, are you big on swimming?
0: You know what? I'm not because that means I have to get my hair wet and I'm on a cycle and it's a science. So, but I actually think that I was born with the swimming abilities. My mum's a very good swimmer. So, cool.
2: Uh
0: Ella, I'm happy to, I'd save you. I'd jump in and save you.
2: (laughs) You were, you were born knowing how to swim. I
0: came out of the womb swimming, honestly.
1: (laughs) 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 I mean, you were already in the womb swimming. So, I (laughs) mean,
0: fun fact though, my best friend has webbed toes and she's an excellent swimmer.
1: There you go. It's really
0: weird. That's I amazing. just totally
2: outed her on the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe she could be talks great. Are great.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a diff, it's a, it's an awesome part of her. God created her that way.
0: <laughs> Love uh-huh. it. Back to Jesus.
2: <laughs> That's right. We're just reminding each other that this is still a Christian podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So this week, we are talking about um, our mustard values. Well, one in particular, actually. For the next couple of podcasts, we'll be introducing um, six of our mustard values. Um, And today is the first um, and arguably the most important value. And not even arguably, it is absolutely the most important value. Um,
2: So Lizzie, do you want to introduce us to our very first mustard value?
1: With pleasure, Yuchen.
0: So today's value is all about Jesus.
2: All about Jesus. That's right. That's our first and most important value, all about Jesus. Um, So Lizzie, tell us a bit about like, when, when we say all about Jesus, what comes to mind? Like what immediately comes to mind for you?
0: I mean, it is all about Jesus, isn't it? Like my lunchtime group is all about Jesus. My life is all about Jesus. Everything I do, everything we all do should all be around will be centered around Jesus and glorifying Jesus um, and your own personal relationship with Jesus, which is like so good and, and such um, such an amazing thing about God. Um, so, yeah, when I think all about Jesus, first, something that really came to my mind when you said that was just surrender. Um, and this is something that I've learned pretty recently um, in my faith journeys, all about surrender and the pivotal role that mm. surrendering your life. Everything you have to Jesus um, has, um, so it's all for Jesus. Everything you have, you know, I feel like I don't have much, um, but whatever I can give, I want to surrender it to God. Um, I want it to glorify Him because it's all about Jesus.
2: Yeah, I love that. I, I I like that you talk about surrender because when we say it's all about Jesus, it naturally means that it's not all about me. Mm, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so often in life, whether Christian or non-Christian, we can kind of go through life as if, you know, our life is all about kind of me and my desires, my dreams and what I do. Um, and that's definitely, there's definitely value and meaning in who we are and what we do. Um, but we bring that to Jesus from a place of surrender. I, I love that.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome, Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie, what excites you the most about Jesus?
0: That is such a, oh, that's such a big question. I want to say everything, but that's a bit boring. So, I won't. <laughs> um, like his grace. Oh, and just when you, when, I feel like when you start to, um, only, well, I think we can only begin to grasp, um, how much grace God, God has for us. I don't think we can ever mm. fully really comprehend it, but, um, the grace of God, um, you know, he saved me like. I did absolutely nothing to deserve that and I never will. Um, but the grace that, you know, he saved me and he's given me this new life and then he uses me um to bring him honor and glory. Um and I'm very ordinary. <laughs> um and, you know, it's so cool that he uses me um to to lead this lunchtime group and I say that not to boast in myself at all, but all in the grace of God that he uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things to do, um, to, um, you know, further his kingdom. Mm. Um, oh, man, I just want to get up and worship now. I should like, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, thank you. Jesus.
1: So good. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hanging out with Jesus, Lizzie, where's your favorite place to hang out with Jesus? Oh.
0: Oh, I loved um my church growing up and for many years until just recently was my best friend's home church. Um and that was literally just in her living room. And that was probably one of my favorite places to hang out with Jesus because it was with all these people who genuinely just wanted to see Jesus and wanted to praise Jesus. And there's something very humble about a home church. Um you know, worshiping um in like in a person's lounge room like being on your knees on their carpet in front of the tv you know like worshiping um I loved that I miss that so much um but also my prayer closet has been uh, my favorite place in lockdown particularly um I was for- <laughs> fortunate enough to swap your rooms.
2: prayer closet
0: yeah I was fortunate enough to swap rooms with my mom last year um, so that means I inherited a very nice walk in wardrobe and I'm completely spoiled. But I think I honestly think that was Jesus um also like preparing a place for me to come meet with him because I'm in there all the time. And um after, you know, something crazy happened, something great happens, whatever, I just like run to my prayer closet, which is just my wardrobe. Um, and I close the door and it allows me just like to seek God, you know, secretly mm-hmm. and knowing it's just me and him in there. Um, I can cry in there. I can worship in there. I do whatever I want in there. Um, I love it, and I'm there next to my shoes and my. It's like it's very humble, and I love it. I
2: I love that. I love that Ella, because in in the same in the same way, like in the same vein as surrender, like I love that you have a walk-in closet and you kind of you almost there is a part of you where you surrender that as a prayer space. Um, to Jesus, and mm. I think that's just so beautiful.
0: So awesome, guys! Get yourself a prayer closet. Honestly, <laughs> change your life. <laughs>
2: I don't think I can fit in my closet. <laughs> um, my my closet's like this. small well, I, I was gonna say this small, but like you can't see me. This is a podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys, it's really small. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, in that moment, was doing like a the fish was this big kind of gesture. Um, <laughs> it was about shoulder width, by the way. Um,
2: so when it comes to this idea of all about Jesus, in particularly in the context of a lunchtime group, um, Ella and I, we often talk about what it looked like for us, what it looks like for us to live out our faith and make an impact in our schools. And Lizzie, you do that week after week in your school. Um. So tell us a bit about like what does that idea of all about Jesus look like, when it comes to your lunching group.
0: Mm. Yeah, this has been something that, um, I think Jesus constantly shows me. Um. So I I've been leading year and a half now. So I did last year and um yeah this year. Um. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, even when I started, I I knew that the Lord wanted me to change the culture of the my lunchtime group to be put the focus back on him that it would be all about jesus all about um yeah like seeking a closer relationship with god um and you know about um bringing him glory bringing him honor and he loves that like he loves when his children come together and talk about him and praise him cool so what does planning look like for
1: your lunchtime groups then
0: um, planning can look like a whole lot of things. Um it's a lot of prayer. It's a lot of prayer, and I think that's so important. I love prayer. Um and I think that's that's really a way that I kind of take away the stress on me of oh, I have to prepare for um for this week ahead for this lunchtime group meeting. Um it's just by praying about it and being like, okay. Um, God, I completely surrender back this idea of surrender. Um, mm. I completely surrender my lunchtime group, this meeting, this week to you um, and praying that the Lord would give me a word, that he would give me scripture, um, that he would send the right people, that he would send me people to to pray and to read, to share. And he always does. Like he always does. And um, he always exceeds my expectations. Um, seriously though everything I imagine the meeting is going to go like it usually never does but it's so much better than I could imagine um Mm -hmm. and even in the moment if I don't realize realize it and later I'll be like ah I see what God did there like it's really cool um so yeah it's a lot of prayer sometimes it's you know staying up the night before it'll be 12 p.m I'm like Lord you haven't given me a word yet I don't want to do what I want to do I don't want to take the easy way out and do something simple. Um and then usually me going to bed and a half and being like, fine. Well I'm just I'm just gonna have to trust you. I'm just have to gonna show up and I'm gonna let you lead it. Um but it's so good when that happens as well because God really tests me. Um and I know he's strengthening my trust in him when he does that as well. Um mm. but yeah it's also asking people for prayer. You know, I ask my mentors and people at my church for prayer. Um which I think is something that I don't like doing. I'm like, oh no, that's I don't want to. I don't want to make people pray for me for my lunchtime group. But it's actually so good. Um, yeah, having people pray over meeting, pray over me as a leader as well. Um, and then yeah, it's usually just sitting with God, having my Bible open and praying and and seeing what happens. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you share with us a um like maybe a story or kind of a a memory that you have of your lunchtime group, um, of how you've seen kind of that group come around Jesus?
0: Mm. In last lockdown, we did a prayer meeting, um, which was Ella's idea. Um, (laughs) Thanks, Ella. And it was so good. And I, I think about that meeting all the time and it really encourages me to keep going because, um, yeah, I was just really, I think everyone was really fed up at that point. And I guess we are again here in lockdown once again. But um, like we we decided to flip the meeting. So instead of ending the meeting with like five minutes of, okay, I'm going to do a quick speed round of prayer for all of you just to cover everything. um, We opened with prayer and we ended up praying um, the whole time. And I think that day we didn't have school or something, Um, so we went longer. I remember it was like hours. It was so good. And, um, yeah, just coming all together and praying for one another with such, like, vulnerability. There were a lot of tears. It was great. Um, Mm -hmm. Praying for one another, um, being bold to pray for one another and being bold to ask for prayer, praying for our world, Mm -hmm. praying for, you know, people who haven't been saved yet praying for our families, and it was so good and, you know, got lots of good feedback after that um, about how, you know, people, like, felt the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit was so, like, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit, um, he still works over Zoom, you know, he still works yeah. over lockdown. Like, you can't lock down <laughs> the Lord. That's such a <laughs> gross, like, church <laughs> meme. But like, um, you know, um, we're not restricted from God, um, but it's true, we're not. Um, so it was so cool how the Holy Spirit moved over that meeting and um, and I really just prayed that. And I do believe that people went home and, and wanted to pray more um, and then encourage people to pray more. Um, so I guess even when I don't necessarily see that, I just trust that um, like the Lord did something there um, and in their lives. Um, yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, that is such a powerful story, Lizzie. I love it. It's so good. Jesus, just so um, good. Yeah. <laughs> is good. Yeah, and I particularly love how, like, I see in you someone who is deeply prayerful um, and that's probably part of, like, you having the existence of your prayer closet as well um, <laughs> yeah. and you spending time with God. And then the fact that you were able to bring that to your lunchtime group is so amazing and so awesome. Um, like, I feel like I didn't really come up with idea, that idea. I just got a sense of what you were passionate about and what your faith looked like for you. Um, and it was really cool to for you to then share that prayerfulness with the students around you um, and share that in a way that was all about Jesus. It was really exciting. Hey, Lizzie. Um, how have you yeah, seen well. Jesus, <laughs> how have you seen Jesus transforming you and the other students in your lunchtime group more generally? Oh, I think, um, well, I pray and
0: I really do see, it's, it, this is all really coming together. Um, but like a focus <laughs> on Jesus, um, mm-hmm. you know, that it is all about Jesus and I I do believe that, um that he's bring the focus back on him and that i think sometimes we get distracted that you know we can kind of get consumed in like the church life um or being a good christian whatever and we we forget that jesus is like at the center that jesus is first it's ultimately all about jesus um so yeah i i really think that people have been more drawn to the word of god to spend actual time with god um which is amazing because you know it's like it forms the center of like our christian journey like we can't continue like i definitely can't continue every day throughout my life if i haven't spent time with god god that week and i know that mm. if i haven't like read my bible in a week i'm like wow why do i feel like crap like what like why do i feel so down um and i go oh i haven't spent any time with god this week i should probably do that um and i think the more we we spend with Jesus, the more we want to spend with Jesus. Um, Mm. I definitely find that when I'm, you know, reading my Bible before before bed, I'm like, I'll just do it for 10 minutes and then I'll go to sleep. I'm really tired. Sorry, Lord. And then I read it. I'm like, Lord, why don't I do this more often? And I definitely pray that every single night. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, I think that, um, yeah, I hope that people are going home and having their own relationship with God and seeking God um in their own lives and I also just definitely feel an increased sense of community between us all like I I um I think God has given me such a heart for the people in my group um like I just love them so much and I think you know I think we all like love each other a lot and you know whenever someone has um a problem or an issue or something that they need prayer for and you know, everyone's always in the group chat going, "Yeah, uh, yes, I'll pray for you." And I know they are, and it's so encouraging. I did that just last week. I was like, "Hey guys, pray for me." <laughs> um, and then people mm-hmm. would check up on me, um, and I knew people were praying, and like God works miracles through that. So it's been so comforting, um, to to come together as a community. And I had um one of the girls text me just a couple of days ago, actually, um, saying she was really looking forward to um lunchtime group on Monday and that was so encouraging for me because I was feeling this kind of like, Oh, it's a lockdown, no one wants to be on Zoom anymore. Um but just saying she was really looking forward to it because, you know, she's having trouble seeking God um in lockdown, but having this lunchtime group to come together um and talk about Jesus and be with other people, um and pray with other people, like she found that really valuable. Um so that was so cool. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. I I love how even as you were describing that, I I, I love the idea that when we make our lunchtime group and our lives all about Jesus, it blesses us. Like yeah, our life, does. ourself, our our community, our relationships are all blessed and they're fruitful when we make mm. it about Jesus rather than about us. Yeah, same. Um, way. I think that's one of the that's one of the mysteries and the the beautiful paradox of the the Christian life. That when we make it not about us, we actually find. Actually, you know what? Let's quote the Bible. Jesus says, "Those who, <laughs> those who seek and pursue um, life will will not find it, but those who, are... Uh, nope, I completely bungled that. So I think you're on the uh, right track. You know-
1: <laughs> those who lose their life for my sake, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, um,
1: will gain it.
2: Yeah, those, yeah,
1: find
0: it." <laughs> Something like that well, depends guys, on what translation. We're not even Christians.
1: <laughs> we're not even Christians. We're just can, lying. can even
2: quote a Bible verse. Um.
1: That is not the precursor to being Christian. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. You don't have to know that verse to lead a lunchtime group. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. It's Matthew chapter sixteen, verse twenty-five. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's such a beautiful verse because it it shows us that beautiful paradox that when we make our lives, our communities, our relationships all about Jesus, we actually find life.
1: Mm-hmm. We are blessed
2: because of it. Um, but the, I suppose the requirements of entering into that is is that surrender that we're talking about, mm. um, and that's why kind of all about Jesus is our number one, first and foremost, lasting group value. Of student movements, value because, yeah, we ultimately just wants to we, we, we just want to make all of this about Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hey, why don't we move on to an unpaid commercial? Yeah. I feel- <laughs> <laughs> um. Since Lizzie is our guest, mm-hmm. I have invited Lizzie to do our unpaid commercial. Um, and the thing that she's about to do an unpaid commercial for, I was introduced um, to a a couple of weeks ago when we did a, an adventure to a thing called the stir Conference. Um, and I I'm all about this. I can I can endorse it. Um, but I'm going to let Lizzie Thank sell you. it to you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I
0: agree. Um, so I'm here to endorse messianic Jewish praise music. Now hear me out. It's just like your life will be changed. It's so good. And this is like, oh, it's such a I know it's such a blessing growing up, um, you know, in the in the home church I did because this kind of music was on all the time. And oh, I want to find I think it's Marty Nistrom, maybe, who does my favorite Jewish praise music. And it's just it's so good. Like, um. And like this music is like anointed. Like it's anointed and just filled <laughs> with the spirit. And it gets you up and dancing and singing and, and like the joy of the Lord. Um, which I think is what you also need in your worship music. And I'm not not trying to discount all the the worship music nowadays, but I kind of am. No. Um <laughs> you know <laughs> like <laughs> We're I, not doing
2: anti-commercials here. We're just doing commercials.
0: No. Oh, we've done one for chairs. <laughs> you know, like I love my Maverick City every now and then. Love it. It's great. <laughs> but I think if you had a playlist mixed with Maverick City and Jewish praise music, then you would just, mm-hmm. be, just, just be winning. And honestly, it is really important just to to play this music. It makes you feel joyful. It's filled with the spirit, that praises the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. gets you dancing. I think that's what's needed, dancing. Like the Bible tells us to dance, sing and praise in the name of Jesus. So this is your way, guys. Jewish praise music.
1: Do it now. There you Thank go. me later.
2: Messianic Jewish praise music. Uh, that
1: is the best commercial we've had yet. I'm sold. <laughs>
2: <laughs> great. You were sold before this. I was you, sold before you, this. You preempted this. Right. Um, but you know what? That's nah, that's great. Because you know, chances are most people already know of Maverick City, but people might not know about um Marty... I
1: think it's Marty Maybe. Nistrom.
2: Is it on Spotify?
1: Y- yeah. Okay. If we can do show notes, surely we put, put it in the show notes. We
2: don't have show notes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> do we, do, <laughs> we don't. Do have. you want to spell it out?
0: Yes. Okay. It's Marty Nistrom by Integrity Hosanna. And there's the there's four songs and you have to play them in this order. The mm-hmm. celebration song, King of Kings. Awako Israel, the zeal of God. And they just perfectly blend. And it's just great. Do it, guys. There
2: you go, listeners. That's our unpaid commercial for Messianic Jewish praise (laughs) music Um, to play the celebration song, The One I've Forgotten, The One I've Forgotten. No!
0: Celebration song, King of Kings, Awako Israel, the zeal of God.
2: There you go. Search it up on Spotify. Um, I'm sure you'll be very blessed by it. Um, But Ella, give us a summary of what we talked about today
1: awesome well today we talked about swimming um unfortunately um (laughs) and we've also heard um from lizzie about um making your lunchtime group um and more importantly like well same importantly um your life um all about jesus um which is really exciting um lizzie's talked about um yeah how she does that through prayer in her lunchtime group um and the way that she's seen um a community um built in her lunchtime group um hmm. and we've also talked about Messianic my music. <laughs> yeah
2: there you go so all about jesus come to that place in surrender um mm. and you'll find kind of your life your lunchtime group your ministry um fully blessed because of it yeah. thank you lizzie for jumping on as our very first guest on the mustard podcast guys um, i'm sure we'll hear from you again um in future episodes but, oh. uh yeah
0: it was such That's, a privilege um, I feel like I've won Willy Wonka golden ticket. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yep. Thank it's you so much. the golden one.
2: ticket from Yichen and Ella. <laughs> Honestly,
0: it's so much better than a chocolate factory. I'm just so... That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Thanks, guys. Great.
2: But thanks for listening. Um, and we'll uh, see you in our next podcast.
1: There you go. This has been the Mustard Podcast. Three, Bye. two, one, red button.